Greetings and salutations, loyal listeners. It's Tuesday, and welcome to the Halloween edition of Talking Voids with yours truly. Yesterday was National Candy Corn Day. Some people consider candy corn the peeps of the autumn season. Either you love them or hate them, and I've always been a fan. And you know what? According to National Today, candy corn is considered a vegetable. Not a very healthy vegetable, I'm sure, but a veggie nonetheless. Again, it's Halloween tonight, so if you take the little ones out, be safe out there. Watch out for cars, and if you're driving, please watch out for trick-or-treaters. I, for one, do not drive after about 6 o'clock. I just want to avoid the whole thing altogether. So you may hear in the background an occasional doorbell, maybe some kids screaming trick-or-treat, and my lovely bride will be handling the candy duties until I'm done with this episode. On the last episode, I talked about America's hate problem, but there is so much more to say. I didn't get to the shooting in uh, that occurred in Maine last week. 18 people died and 13 more were injured in the shooting in Lewiston, Maine at a bowling alley and a restaurant. On Friday, they found the shooter's body, but there were more shootings in the country over the weekend. As you might expect, people started banging the drum for gun control like they always do, and a series of shootings over the weekend killed at least 12 people and wounded dozens across several states. A CNN article noted that at least 583 mass shootings have occurred in the U.S. this year. It's considered a mass shooting when four or more people, excluding the shooter, are shot. Now, 13 such shootings occurred this weekend alone, according to the Gun Violence Archive. Now, that's a horrible weekend. Every time one of these senseless acts of violence occurs, the bodies aren't even cold, and all the usual suspects are calling for banning assault weapons and making statements about guns and magazines that show they have no idea how a gun or rifle even works. Now, I'm not some NRA fanatic, and of course, common sense laws like background checks are necessary. And with that in mind, let's break down some of the shootings. One person was killed and nine injured in a shooting at an Indianapolis Halloween party after midnight. The victim ranged, uh, victims ranged in age from 16 to 22. In Tampa, Florida, two people were killed and 16 others were injured when a dispute between two groups escalated into shooting. Hundreds of people were leaving bars and nightclubs in Tampa Bay's War City neighborhood just before 3 a.m. A 14-year-old boy and 22-year-old man were killed. Now, why was a 14-year-old boy there at 3 a.m.? That's a whole other question. Now, the additional victims ranged in age from 18 to 27 years old, and a 22-year-old man was arrested and charged with second-degree murder. Now, every weekend, there are numerous shootings in Chicago, and this weekend was no different. At least 15 people were shot at a Halloween party on Chicago's west side. In Kansas, two men were killed and two others were injured in a shooting following an altercation at a Dodge City restaurant and bar early Sunday. In Lake Charles, Louisiana, six people were shot after a fight broke out at a weekend house party. The injured were all between the ages of 15 and 19, and a 17-year-old boy was taken into custody in connection with the shooting. In Cumberland, Maryland, an early Saturday morning shooting in an alley killed a 17-year-old boy and left three other people injured. In San Antonio, a 13-year-old lost both parents after all three were shot 
at a house party. A total of five people were shot, and a 20-year-old man was arrested and faces multiple charges. In Texarkana, Texas, three people died and three others were wounded in a shooting after a fistfight broke out between two men at a party in the back room of a business. In Atlanta, a shooting near the Georgia State University campus early Sunday left four injured. A large crowd was gathered in the area prior to the shooting, police said. Now, in their article, CNN goes on to talk about the scourge of mass shootings and surveys that show how many people have been affected by gun violence. In a statement, the president blamed the Republicans in Congress and promised to do everything in his power to end this gun violence epidemic. And that's all well and good, but how about we address the hate epidemic? Like I said in the previous episode, America has a hate problem. We also have a heart problem. People aren't just getting shot, they're getting stabbed too. Right here in our small town recently, a man was fatally stabbed in a 99-cent store. Seemed to be a random act by a mentally disturbed individual. I think he was in his early 20s, 22, 23, something like that. In Philly over the weekend, a man was killed after being shot twice in the leg. Another man was shot twice in the thigh but survived. A 15-year-old girl was shot. A 58-year-old woman was shot. More people were shot and at least five people were stabbed. Six people were shot and three were stabbed in incidents in San Diego County over the weekend. I could continue to review all the violence from the weekend, but this isn't a three-hour show. But I think you get the point. We have a violence epidemic, period. Yes, we have a hate epidemic. Not all, but many of these murders are committed by young adults. Now, why is that? Aside from the obvious political opinions, soft on crime policies, etc., what kind of violence it is, terrorism, political extremists, whatever, I want to know what makes people act this way. Now, according to Statista, majority of murder offenders in 2022, a total of 8,289 were between the ages of 17 and 29. And there's no reason to believe that's any different so far in 2023. Why, though? It seems like the Columbine shootings that were so shocking in 1999 started an epidemic of school shootings. Violent video games and movies have long been blamed for the violent actions of young people. So we already knew the lines between fantasy and reality are blurred for some. Because of 24-hour news channels, social media, TikTok, and the things I already mentioned, we have become desensitized to all this violence. There is very little that shocks us anymore, even teenagers, and that's just sad. Think about all these videos of the Hamas terrorists that were going door to door. Some of the video came out, they, were, they had it on GoPro, and even that, as horrendous as it is, I, I, I don't know that people were affected the same way they might have been several years ago. Now, some of these young offenders come from homes with no father or homes where they're abused or see their family members abused. Some of the hip-hop music celebrates misogyny and murder and acquiring material possessions. Yeah, you know, money, hoes, cars, and clothes. And, and you know, I'll leave it at that. Now, for many youths, love is replaced by materialism, and they can't see past the instant gratification they seek. They don't know what their purpose is, or they feel like they have no purpose at all. 
For youths who feel that way, it's often because they have little or no knowledge of a higher power who has endless love and reveals a meaningful purpose and destiny for every man, woman, and child. Youth violence is a sin and a tragedy for all concerned, but the good news is that the divine principles that have always worked still work. Families, communities, and nations don't have to be destroyed if they will seek the spiritual knowledge that shows them how to express godly love. But we cannot, as a nation, continue to turn our back on God. As Hosea 4, 6 states, My people are destroyed from lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I also reject you as my priests. Because you have ignored the law of your God, I also will ignore your children. Our society and our culture can change for the better. Unfortunately, the youth violence crisis has worsened over the last 25 years and spiraled out of control in some of the inner cities. The problem begins at home. That's where it has to be solved. It is there that parents must learn about and then begin to nurture family values based on biblical values. That makes sense? Thanks for listening today. This podcast is available on Apple and Spotify. Please smash that follow button and share. I'd really appreciate it. Keep on, keep it on, and remember to be kind to one another. God bless. Thank you.